dream, believe, achieve. When you are ready to level up 1720, the podcast for next level Christians. Welcome to 1720 uh, podcast, next level Christianity and grooming tips. Uh, But this week, um, this week we're going to do something special. Yeah. So last week we talked about the necessity effect. Mm-hmm. I think it was a profound thing for our listeners to engage in. So in that necessity effect, we learned that God will provide our needs. There is no God-defined minimum necessity. For Americans, electricity is a necessity. For most of the world, it's just simply something nice to have. So therefore, necessity is a mental construct that can be manipulated and it can be redefined. Now, most people's necessities are externally driven. So those were things like mortgages, car payments, jobs. Now, if we can flip the script, make our needs internally driven, we can take control of them and even redefine them as we see fit. Mm. In this way, necessity is malleable, and that allows us to tap into a very important promise and a power, the promise that God will provide our needs. So this comes from Philippians 4.19. God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Jesus Christ. The power. For most people, if they were honest, they know that when the rubber meets the road, they show up and have been successful at meeting those needs. That's right. We also discussed how having unmet wants, not transformed into necessities, has a long-term detrimental effect. Unmet wants teaches your subconscious scarcity and a false narrative. Scarcity is like a cancer telling you there is not enough. After all, not everyone gets their dreams. This narrative will steal your joy and undermine your chance at a next level Christian life. We asked each person to create a list of have tos. And then uh, we discussed strategies for transforming those into internal necessities. But this transformation is essentially a 100% mental game. And therefore, we must develop what we call mental toughness. So we all know this cycle. We identify a want. So I want to lose weight. I want to start my own business. I want to pay off my bills, right? You have all those wants. Then we immediately start searching for a, a strategy, get a checklist together, look for shortcuts. Now, the U.S. weight loss industry that's a $66 billion industry. Man, that's a lot of pills. That's a lot of pills. Yet we're still one of the most obese nations in the world, and preventable heart disease continues to be a leading cause of death for both men and women. Mm. Now, the same issue that keeps those diet pill makers in business prevents others from experiencing business success. It is not a lack of strategy and shortcuts. It is because we're not mentally ready. Now, in other words, we have not made losing weight or starting a business, being debt-free a necessity. These things remain external wants, put to chance. They must be internal necessities. Yeah, I've always liked uh, this quote from Tony Robbins. It really highlight. It really illustrates this point, right? 80% of success is due to psychology, mindset, beliefs, and emotions. And only 20% is due to strategy, the specific steps needed to accomplish a result. What I find hilarious about that is, what is everybody trying to sell us? 
strategy. Strategy. Here's a shortcut. Here's a tip. Here's a business strategy, so on and so forth. And so, so many people try to launch a business because they think, God, if I just knew, if I just had a product to sell, if I just had the right strategy, if I just bought that course from that guru online who'd tell me to do online marketing, I would finally be a successful business person. The reality of it is, is they're not mentally ready yet. They haven't made it their necessity. It's not about strategies or specific steps. It's about the mental game or put another way, Matthew 17, 20. Truly, I tell you, if you have the faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Faith, faith is a hundred percent mental game. So that faith of a mustard seed, it's all upstairs. There's a saying that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. In this case, when your faith mental state is ready, then the strategy for losing weight, starting a business, or getting out of debt will appear. But first things first. Faith is a mental state where a necessity is defined and reinforced through a practice of mental toughness. Mental toughness, okay, that's the thing we're talking about, that combats the five killers of faith by preventing them from taking root in the mind. So here are the five killers. Doubt, worry, unworthiness, mm-hmm. lack, and fear. Each of these killer, killers can be quickly dispatched through a practice and mastery of what we call the RVA model. That's reframing, visualizing, and action. So the RVA model for mental toughness, reframing, that's the first part, that means taking a want and reframing it as a necessity. Right. That's the key. The first part in reframing, it's very simple. Take out a piece of paper, now, if you did this last week's exercise, use that one. Right. And think of what you want. So, for example, I want to lose weight. So, write that statement as a necessity, and you need to add in specificity. It is necessary for me to lose 20 pounds by July 10th, 2019. So, review that statement for believability. Yeah. So, when you say specificity, right, that idea of a date of a specific amount. I don't want to just lose weight. I want to lose a very specific amount of weight. I don't do it by a very specific date. Yep. Some people might know this as a smart goal. Yep, that's right. But the language of it is you're being very clear on on a quantity that you can measure and by a timeline where it's going to be completed by. So you're you're just getting really specific about these details. So it's necessary for me to lose a 20 pounds by July 10, 2019. Now review that statement for believability. Not necessarily what you can do, but that you believe it is possible for someone to do it. If it does not pass the believability test, make adjustments to the specifics. As your mental toughness improves, the believability test will be less and less important for you. So that was the first step. The second step, give it to God. Below your written necessity, select just one of these following verses and then write it in first person. Whichever one speaks to you. Yeah, it's one will jump out. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Philippians four nineteen, God will meet all my so Martin. God will meet all of my needs according to the riches of His glory in Jesus Christ, or Ephesians three twenty, God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power that is at work through and within me. John fourteen verse thirteen through fourteen, if I ask God anything in His name. He will do it. There are really two more steps in the reframing process. Seems kind of long, but it's really important that you sort of work through this because getting it reframed is super important. So the third step is feel your resistance. 
whenever you did that last part, the first two steps, where did you feel the resistance? Was it doubt? Was it worry? Was it unworthiness, lack or fear? Fourth step. Now this is the really most important part. This is what we've been building up to is I want you to write a prayer um, just right below your verse. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read to you the prayer and you're going to insert two things. You're going to insert what your particular fear is, what that resistance is, where that is, doubt, worry, lack, so on and so forth. And then you're going to actually insert your specific need. I want to lose weight by July, whatever. So I want to lose 20 pounds by July, whatever, whatever that is. Okay. So here is the prayer. Dear Lord, I know that doubt, worry, unworthiness, whichever that is, whichever one it is for you, is not how you would have me live my life. I am claiming your promise in Matthew 17, 20 through faith, not or through faith. Nothing will be impossible for me. Furthermore, I'm requesting that you meet my need of lose weight, whatever that is. I ask this in your name and I am believing in faith that this will come to pass. I will take any and all actions you place before me today and I will take these actions in complete faith. I know that this prayer has already been answered and I am excited to proclaim its completion through faith. And then finally, take that prayer uh, and what we've just written there, your your goal, your verse in this prayer, and place it where it can be seen every morning and every night and read it out loud every morning and every night. Yep. Getting it out of you and getting it heard in into your world. Yep, because you want to mentally imprint upon yourself and make a contract with God and make this a necessity. This is no longer something you'd like to do. You have talked to God about it. You've reframed it. It is now a necessity. You and God are making a contract together. You're going to do whatever it takes, and God is going to deliver those opportunities to do that to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. The second step in the RVA model for mental toughness is visualizing. Visualizing is a way to build faith through familiarity and positive emotional associations. You exhibit faith every day. Now, when you get into your car, you have faith that you will make it to your destination. That's a simple action because most likely since birth, you have been exposed to cars and you've made thousands of trips to the grocery store. Just imagine this. Take someone from the 1600s, plop them in the passenger seat of a car and drive through the Colorado mountains and measure their response to this. Yeah, it's not going to be good. (laughs) But how do you develop faith about something that cannot be experienced before it happens to you? Faith that you will make the right choices. Faith that you have and will be successful. You can use a trick high performers have been using successfully for decades. So high performing athletes, actors, speakers, business execs, all use visualization to gain familiarity and faith in the outcomes of uncertain events. So as an example here, a Canadian bobsledder named uh, London Rush, he credited visualization with helping him keep his head in the game throughout that long, arduous four years of training between 2010 and 2014 Olympic Games. And here's the quote. This is from Mr. Rush. I've tried to keep the track in my mind throughout the year. I'll be in the shower or brushing my teeth. It just takes a minute, so I do the whole thing, or sometimes just the corners that are more technical. You try to keep it fresh in your head, so when you actually get there, you are not just starting from square one. It's amazing how much you can do in your own mind. Yeah. Michael Phelps, um, everybody knows he's the Olympic swimmer, is already the most decorated Olympian with 22 medals to his name and 18 gold medals. 
Bob Bowman uh, was uh, has been Phelps' coach uh, since he was a teenager and has included visualization as a part of Phelps' mental training. Bowman instructed Phelps to watch mental videotapes, not real videotapes, mental videotapes of his races every day before he went to sleep and when he woke up in the morning. Bowman would instruct Phelps to put in the videotape during the training session to help motivate Phelps to push even harder. Bowman believed that mental imagery helped Phelps develop habits of success. And this is Bowman's quote. We figured it was best to concentrate on tiny movements of success and build them into mental triggers. It was more like habits had taken over. The actual race was just another step in a pattern that started earlier that day that and was nothing but victories. Winning became a natural extension. What I really love about this is, you know, you think the end of the race is the win. But what the coach did here is he he visualized small movements, small steps, like just getting up to the the uh, the, uh, the the platform where you mm-hmm. jump in. That in and of itself was a win. So Phelps was winning all the way to the end of the race. It wasn't like he won at the end. And I really love this concept for visualization as you think about what it is that you want to do. Don't think just about winning at the very end. Think about the little things that you would do every day. Visualize yourself getting up early at four o'clock in the morning, saying this prayer, doing your meditation, spending your time in the Bible, because those are going to be the victory triggers that are going to actually lead you to your long-term success. And it's going to turn your want into a necessity. And, and just to this point here, this is the kingdom. It's all around you. So if we were to put off victory to the very end after all of this stuff, that's just like, well, I'll get to heaven later, but right now I have this mess. Yeah. And you'll feel like you're losing all the time. And this is just saying, Hey, the kingdom is all around you right now. You're in, in it now. So every little thing is this experience. You're not delayed in waiting. That's right. So how to activate visualization. So when you're first getting into this, uh, I just want to give you a quick model that'll be really helpful for you to get familiar with this and then really what to do to, to amplify this. It even just more. simplifies what we just talked about into something I think it's easy to pick up. Yep. So it's just a three, two, one model. So I want you to pick three things around you right now that you can see three, and then pick two things that you can hear and pick one thing that you can feel with your senses. So just experiencing your body with something that's around you right now that you can understand. I can see this, this, and this. I hear those two things. I feel that. When you're doing this visualization modeling, when you already know how to pick up the three things that you see, the two things you hear, and the one thing that you can feel, you're getting to that connection between your mind and your body. Mm -hmm. You can develop the sense, and then you can repeat that same thing just with a visualization. Yeah, no, I really like this because so many people will say, oh, I, I don't know how to visualize. I, I'm not, I'm not, I can't do that. I've tried to sit down and picture things. Uh, and they're the kind of people who, who will say they can't. But what's funny is if you told them, okay, we're going to picture a kitchen, but first of all, do not picture your kitchen. Don't picture your kitchen because we're going to picture a whole nother kitchen. And immediately those people have already pictured their kitchen in great detail. They can tell you what color their cabinets are, so on and so forth. So I really like this idea of just teaching yourself that you can visualize by picking things right now, right? Mm -hmm. Not some future thing that we're talking about, but this is just going to teach yourself that you can. Mm -hmm. And then once you're really familiar with that pattern of being able to visualize, now turn that toward the visualization of your dream, Mm -hmm. right? Of your goal. Yep. So the next step in the RV model is action. Start by identifying what actions can you take today. Okay, so you've done your reframing, you've done your visualization. Now start identifying what actions you can take today. 
actions can be researching and learning uh, about your goals on YouTube, but uh, you can go down a rabbit hole there. What I think is much, much, much more impactful and moving your wants to your necessities is not researching on YouTube, but it's better to take an actual physical action. Uh, join a meetup around the topic or thing that you're interested in, whether that's going to a gym. Don't just sign up to a gym. Find a group of people who want to achieve goals like you want to achieve and get to know them. Go to that meetup. I know it's going to be very uncomfortable. Just do it. Find a mentor if you're trying to start a business. Go to a meetup and get to know someone who started a freaking business. That is it is going to put you in an uncomfortable place, but that's okay. Make that phone call to that person. Send that email. You must immediately start getting the ball rolling. Do something that in some small way starts to commit you to your necessity. That is extremely important, right? If it's non-committal, YouTube is non-committal, right? That's non-committal. If it's reading a book, that's non-committal. Meetups and going meeting new people having new experiences, doing things that make you feel uncomfortable around your goal, that's committal. That's putting you in an uncomfortable place, and that's okay because that little step, that little win, and you say, oh, I did that. That's going to start to give you emotional energy that's going to snowball. The flywheel. That's exactly right. So no matter what, take action. Then take another action, and then take another action. Do something each day to move you to your goals. In summary, right? So what we've been talking about today, transforming your wants into your necessities starts by adopting the RVA model. That's how you get mental toughness. Reframing your want as a necessity, giving it to God and read your prayer daily. Visualize what it's going to be like when you are successful. Feel it, see it, hear it, and take daily action. This sounds so simple. But it's so important and will make such a huge difference. Absolutely. Throughout this process, avoid intentionally avoid negative emotions and feelings. And if you're feeling bad, it's most likely because you're starting to lose faith about, faith about the certainty of the outcome, that thing that you said in your written prayer. That's right. So just Starting be, to go, oh, I don't know if it's going to happen. And that starts to make you feel bad. And then you stop taking actions because you know, you're like, oh, it's not even going to work out anyways. So you must avoid these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to experience your goal. Go to and see the thing that you want. If it's a house, drive the neighborhood. Monitor who you are listening to. Are you listening to podcasts that reinforce your positive state of mind? Or have you slipped back to those old patterns of consumption? That one right there is the one that trips most people up. They start to have a little bit of success. It's the same thing with antibiotics, right? People will take half their antibiotics because they're suddenly starting to feel better. And all they've done is strengthen the uh, the bacteria in their body so that the next time it hits them, it takes them out completely, mm-hmm. right? This is really, really important. Mm-hmm. If you start to make progress, do not get off the horse that got you there. <laughs> Ride harder, right? Yep. Uh, you know, stay focused and diligent for at least 30 days. And you, I, I promise you, you will see significant and major progress towards your goal. If you didn't already just achieve it, depending mm-hmm. on how far out your goal right? is set. Yeah. And you will be on the path to making your wants, your absolute necessities. Yeah. And if you find yourself accomplishing that goal really quick, don't be scared to dream bigger. Oh. You, you've just demonstrated your faith will show up. 
Now, now it's time to turn it up. Yeah. Turn it up. Now, some people will have an, you know, start off with a really huge dream. Some people will start off with smaller dreams. It does not matter. Yeah. The process of dreaming and achieving your dreams is living life abundantly. And that is what God came to this planet to do for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for spending this time with us again. If you've not already subscribed to our podcast, and remember to leave us a review on iTunes and Google Play. Each positive review raises our rank and exposes this content to people who would not normally hear it. You can find links to all our social media pages, YouTube channel, iTunes, Google Play at 1720.org forward slash podcast. It's also a great way to share our content with anyone you think would benefit from this content. Finally, be sure to follow us on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash 1720.org. It's important to add that .org at the end and subscribe to our newsletter at 1720.org. Thanks, and we're going to see you guys next week. And yeah, Thanks for joining us. Uh, everybody have a blessed day.